So, Angela, it's great to have a conversation, and I think the topic of what's happening in the relationship between uh, Russia and China is a good one. Maybe I offer three quick quick points. I would say, first, the American foreign policy leadership is waking up uh, to the reality of a Russia-China entente, uh, an alignment that operationally is more consequential than our much celebrated strategic partnership with India. I'd say that's the first point. Second, why slow to wake up? Because as Jim Mattis keeps uh, saying, this is unnatural. Now, there's a natural uh, uh, conf conflict of interests, core interests between the two parties, uh, which makes it hard to believe what's actually happening. But uh, the fact is, it may be unnatural, but the reality is that if you look operationally across the spectrum of things that aligned or allies do, uh, it's happening. And the third, two big drivers, and I think from what you've written, uh, you and I mostly agree with about this, and I like what you had said. First big driver, this is what Brzezinski called the uh, alliance of the aggrieved. That basically the U.S. is threatening uh, to undermine the power of the two leaders of the two countries, even to change their regimes. And that's a pretty good way to get their attention. And the enemy of my enemy is a friend. The other is I give Xi and China very high marks for their diplomacy in managing the relationship with Russia to get over the unnatural differences. But that's three points to get us started. <laughs> okay, thank you, Graham. So this is Angela Sten. Um, I'm really not so sure that that's an unnatural alliance. It's just a new partnership because obviously before, you know, in the last decade, it has really changed. And we know that 50 years ago, the Soviets and the Chinese were having a border war with each other. Um, but they have found more and more common interests. And as Graham was already said, uh, their sense of grievance against the West and the fact that you have two authoritarian leaders who are going to back each other up, at least formally, um, whatever happens. And for a regime like the Russian one, where Putin is apparently deadly afraid still of regime change engineered by the West, you know, this is very important. I also think that the Trump administration has enacted policies that have drawn these two countries, pushed them closer together. Sure. If you heap rafts and rafts of sanctions on Russia, which aren't really doing any good, and where there's really no way out of them, and then you engage in a trade war with China and all the things that we've seen recently, this pushes these two countries closer together. And Russia, and the third point I would make is the COVID pandemic has made Russia even more dependent on China. Um, at the very beginning, the, the Russians thought, you know, they sealed the border with China. They thought that the um, infection was going to come from China. Well, it turned out that the cases mainly came from Russians returning from vacations in Europe. Um, and so China has now stepped in. It's been working with the Russians to deal with COVID. And if you look at the trade patterns, uh, trade has increased and Russia is looking increasingly economically uh, to China. But having said all that, I think we have to remember, and I'm sure we'll get into this, uh, that um, in terms of the unnaturalness, uh, the Russians just celebrated um, 160 years since the founding of Vladivostok uh, in the Russian Far East. The Chinese on social media were uh, very critical, very sarcastic, and, and said, what do you mean Vladivostok is a Russian city? Uh, it is a Chinese city. So we shouldn't forget that the entire depopulated Russian Far East used to be Chinese, and maybe one day some Chinese think that it will be again. 
a good reminder, a good reminder. I think if you were designing a policy to push uh, China and Russia together, it would be hard to improve on American policy, both under Obama and under Trump. Uh, so I think that's to recognize our role in this. And even though Began gave a recent speech and Pompeo has referred to, well, this is unnatural and so we should be able to find some cracks between it. The answer is the actions we're taking towards both parties, and most importantly, Angela, the one you emphasized in the piece that you wrote. If you're threatening to undermine me, so these are not two normal countries. We have one uh, who's planning to rule until 2036, and one who may rule forever. Okay, so these are Xi and Putin. And what the American government is doing is suggesting that each of their governments is illegitimate. And therefore, this sounds like a threat to them. So it's easy for them to agree we have a problem with the Americans, not to mention the 10 other things we're doing that are unhelpful to Russia and unhelpful to China. But I think also, I've been very impressed with Xi and China's diplomacy in courting Putin because it is unnatural. There are so many reasons why core interests are at conflict, but they've managed to get over them at least for the time being. They have. Um, and I mean, uh, the fact that Pompeo last week called for regime change in China will just push them closer together. Um, and so I think it's an illusion for the current American administration to talk about uh, weaning Russia away from China. Right. I think in order to do that, the US would have to completely reverse itself on many of its policies towards Russia. But I think we have to accept this as a strategic partnership that's there for the duration, however unnatural it really is.